Hi, welcome to the Happy in Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christina Arnold. I'm an expert certified coach and a physician mom. I help women physicians go from burnout to happy in medicine. Let's get started. Hi, this week we're talking about an essential topic that all humans are wanting. All humans are wanting to feel enough to be a good enough doctor, a mom, a wife, a friend. It's just a natural order of things. Every human wants to feel like they're enough. The problem is we usually tell ourselves that someone else gets to decide if we're enough, that it's the boss who decides if we're a good doctor. It's the kids who decide if we're a good mom. It's a husband who decides if we're a good wife. And what that does is it puts a lot of pressure on our relationships. Puts a lot of pressure on, well, what is the boss think of us. And I need to do everything I can to get her approval. What are the kids doing? I need to be on top of that. They need to be looking clean and fresh and showing up in all the ways and all the honor classes with all the sports. I can feel like a good enough mom. Husband needs to do all of these things in the kitchen sink. Better be spotless. Or is not a good enough wife? It creates a lot of pressure around our lives can feel terrible. And also we're at the effect of other people's decisions who may think we're great and who also may have totally different thoughts and feelings about what's going on to put this out of control of the one thing that we're really trying to get. So if you're in the habit of letting other people decide if you're enough, what you'll see is that you'll find more and more ways to overwork. You'll sleep less and less. Your days will become longer and longer at work. You'll find yourself coming in on your off service day to help with admissions because they called and asked and you really want them to approve of you. You'll find yourself with your kids being like, there's a lot of pressure here. I need them to go ahead and elect to take all AP classes and stay on the golf team and be in the high school musical. All of this to try to create that evidence that you are enough in parenting. The kitchen sink will become a very sore point, right? You'll be like, if that sink is full of dirty dishes and I'm not enough, so we better all be making sure I can see my reflection in it. It has us working through all of our issues, trying to find we're enough through other people, through things that we can't necessarily control or things that we feel like we have to overwork to get someone else's approval, but it'll never be enough if we don't believe it ourselves. They could say all the things, but if we don't inherently believe we're enough, it'll just let be like water off a duck. Let's back water off of a rock. It just kind of feels good for a second. And then you just go right back, but I'm not enough. I need more evidence that I'm enough. Feel worse, which will spin you into wanting more approval, even more desperately. So we're going to learn about this week's podcast is that this whole concept of you are enough is a decision you get to make anytime you want. You just practice that. You are enough. Just as you are, even if your kitchen sink is full of dirty dishes like mine, (laughs) even if your chair is not a great fan of yours like mine, you are enough just as you are. You don't have to go and write more papers. Kids don't have to do anything in the musical. You're enough just exactly as you are. Now, if this is the first time you've heard this concept, which it might, I don't think we've ever covered in the podcast, I want to warn you, it's not going to feel like a 10 out of 10. It's going to be like, what? Someone's going to come arrest me. This isn't quite built right. And I want to let you know you're exactly where you're supposed to be. A new belief doesn't just usually integrate fully into us. We 
put it on. It's like going shopping and you put on a clothes. It's maybe like five times too big. You're like, I am swimming in this clothes. I am swimming. In this belief is like not feeling quite there. It's okay. It just means you haven't practiced it enough. How you practice it enough is you just intentionally make that decision over and over and over. When your brain offers you, you're not enough, you practice deciding that moment. Nope. Remember, I decided I'm enough, and here's the evidence. You go find the evidence to support the belief. You might be saying, oh my gosh, I don't have a time to do one more thing. And what I'm going to offer you is that not believing in you is costing you a lot of time. Every time you spin out and I'm not enough, it has you overworking at work, in your marriage, in your home, in your relationship with your kids. It's expensive. Actually, the quickest way to get to feeling enough is practicing this belief. Every time your brain offers that you're not, you just kind of drop back into, but I am enough. Remember, I decided we made this decision. It's a decision that we get to make anytime you want to. When I make this decision, I feel lighter. I feel good. I feel clearer. I get more done in half the time. I have more time to like really think about what do I want to do? Maybe I just want to snuggle on the couch with the babies. Maybe none of us want to do extra homework this year. Like maybe all of us want to say no to the musical, right? You get to ask yourself a whole different set of powerful questions when you really sink into this belief, I'm enough. It really blew my mind when I learned that you just get to believe whatever you want. You really do. Like there's no thought police out there who's going to come around and say, listen, there's no evidence about you being enough. Like it's never going to happen. You just get to pick to believe what you want. You get to decide. So my advice for you is just decide you are enough just as you are, and then go and find the evidence, create the evidence to support this belief. You ready for a story? Now, listen, I'm going to tell you, I am a human who is, who is constantly working on this. This particular one is one that I come back to a lot. My brain is someone who's been a type A physician, has been used to working very, very hard. And whenever I wasn't feeling enough, I just go wrote a couple more, I wrote a couple more papers, got a couple more grand round lectures accepted. Like I just went out and created things that gave me a little dopamine hit. But I wasn't deciding on my own that I was enough. So it always had me overworking. It's still, even though I'm a retired physician now and a full-time coach, it still comes up for me. So I will tell you the story that I went to a coach training last week in Cabo, Mexico, which was in a fantastic place for the middle of winter. And I was on purpose. I picked this place because I knew I would be one of the least experienced coaches in the room. And I love being surrounded by people who are smarter than me, who are making more money than me, who are doing more things than me, because it just, it shows my brain what's possible. It just expands my horizon. But I also know when I put myself in these rooms, I have a lot of my old stories come up like, oh, I'm not good enough, doing everything wrong. <clears throat> a lot of insecurities come up. When you're surrounded by celebrities, that's my experience. It brings up all my old stories. It was my first round in this, in this um, training. And I realized, oh my gosh, there's a lot of people who've been here somewhere. Some of them have been here up to nine times. And they had people to hang out with. I didn't. I didn't know anybody. So the welcome dinner, I thought about not even going to. I don't know anybody. I'm just going to be so awkward. <laughs> and I was, I'll tell you. I walked in. Everyone's talking to each other in these little groups. I had a lot of flashbacks to what high school was like for me. And I didn't have anyone to, I didn't know anyone. And so I spent what felt like forever on my own 
at a little table working on my vegetables and a couple a person would come up here or there and then they would leave. I mean, it was just the wildest experience, but I was like, you know what? I want to be here. So I'm just going to show up and I'm just going to be here for myself and let's see how this goes. Now, by the end, what, after what felt like forever, I found some really lovely, I walked up to a table full of people and I sat down and we talked and we had a lovely time, but this kind of sets the tone of what, where this week was going for me is that there was this light, a lot of not belonging, not enoughness. And we had our breakout sessions, which were small groups. And coaching was very different than how I coach. I coach in a, my style is generally like, I 100% believe in you. I have fierce belief in you. And you are going to experience what it's like to believe in you just by like, my belief will radiate out of me to you until you can have it. My clients describe it as like very empowering and gentle and warm. That's for sure not what this experience was like. So it was jarring. It was jarring. There were apparently rules and I'm sure they went over them. And I was just so overwhelmed by all the things that I didn't inherit. I didn't take them all in. And so I did a lot of things wrong in terms of there are other people in the room who have been there many, many, many times who ask questions in a certain way. And I asked questions in a different way. And I got some pretty negative feedback. And I felt a lot of shame. So now I have my old stories of not belonging, not doing things right. I feel like I was good enough, a lot of shame. I come with this agenda list of items, like this is what we're going to get out of this week. Ahead of time, I decided, I thought, oh, this is me preparing. This is how I always prepare. And yeah, pretty much every agenda item, they were like, no, in a spectacular way. Like in quotes, something was told me is you should be more ruthless to yourself, which is like not my coaching style at all. But that was the feedback I was giving. So I had intense shame, lots of not belonging, not feeling good enough. And I didn't sleep at all that first night. And I told at 3 a.m., I was like, you know what? I don't have to ever go back to that room. I could just, maybe this is just not for me. And so I gave myself the choice. I let myself decide, like, we don't have to go back. If that felt dangerous, we don't ever have to go back, which created a lot of relief for me to feel like, okay, but what do I want here? When I thought about it, I was like, you know, I am learning so much If I just remove the part where I feel like I'm not good enough and have intense shame, this is an incredible event. If I can take that part out of it, knowing that the shame is coming from this thought, I'm not good enough. It's like, if I took that part out of it, I'm getting like everything I came for and so much more. It was really blowing my mind. So I decided, you know what? Actually, I do want to go back. I just have to make peace. I'm going to feel a ton of shame. The maybe the entire time I'm in the room, as long as I have this thought, I'm not good enough. They're all better than me. I'm an idiot. can't figure this out. I'm not good enough. I'm going to have the shame and this pain, but I really want to be in this room. So I decided that's what I wanted. And I was just going to grow as the person who could deal with these feelings because they felt real to me. And I, I was, I'm very onto myself because I knew, you know what? I might decide just to go to the pool. I might just like take a little shortcut to the pool one afternoon. So I went into their breakout room and I put all my stuff there. So I was like, I'm coming back here. <laughs> I'm going to, like I decided, I'm going to be back in the seat in a couple hours and I'm going to feel super uncomfortable. I'll be filled with shame because I'm going to think I'm not enough, but I'm going to be here because I also saw if I don't come back to this breakout room, I'm not going to show up for the rest of the six months of the container. Like I will show up maybe a little bit, but I will not learn more than I what than I know in this particular moment. I probably won't create more than what I've ever created before because I will have imposed a ceiling on myself. So I will have believe I'm not good enough and I will not let myself get any better. 
So I decided I was going to come back for me, even though I was going to feel a lot of shame. My agenda items that I took with me, I just talked to my wife, I said, girl, we're getting to these. I promise every single one of these gets done, but not on this event. Like this event, we just, it will be enough just to show up. Like it will be so hard for me to show back up in this room with all my thoughts and feelings and shame about not being good enough. But me showing up is enough. I just decided. Okay, so I'm not going to have this whole thing planned out. I'm not going to have all these decisions made. I'm just going to be this person in that chair. I decided that was enough. There was no thought police. No one came around and said, girl, you don't want enough. You're not making enough. No one gave me any trouble. (laughs) It was just me when I decided I am enough, just as I am, just as in this chair, without trying to be anybody different, without wanting a different outcome. I am enough. And then, like I'm telling you, you decide you're enough, and then you find the evidence for that's true. How is that true? How is just me being in this chair enough? And I reminded myself, you know, I applied for this training and was selected. Lots of people were not. I've met many people who applied and were not selected. I was selected because I'm a really good coach. My clients get amazing results. I could find the evidence to believe I am good enough. I belong here. So that's what you're going to want to do. As you make this decision, you're good enough to practicing that belief, but also showing your brain the evidence, allowing yourself to create more evidence. So I dropped all the expectations of myself. It's like, listen, no, we're not expecting ourselves to do all these things. All we're going to do is sit in this chair and have some burning shame. <laughs> that, that actually, when I went in the room, it really wasn't it didn't last that long. It came up in little waves and little peaks for a fraction of a second, and I just let it be there. And when you're in my program, I'll teach you how to let how to process the shame so it doesn't hold you back. It's not a reason not to succeed. You can keep showing up. You can also release the shame. So I let the shame come with me for a little while. And actually, it wasn't there very long. And I learned the most amazing things. Like I wrote, I think I wrote every word down. I learned so much about just the coach training was at, the, the philosophy, the science, the math, the process. I learned so much. It blew my mind. I have never been to a better coach training. It was the best by far. I also learned a lot about me. I learned, I think I showed up to that session being like, I need their, doing the same things I did in medicine. I need their approval. I need their permission. I need them to tell me I'm okay. I need to feel like I belong. So of course I was really spiraling on all of that because none of that was in my control. I decided that night I was up all night in shame that I wasn't going to approve of me. I gave myself permission to have all my feelings, to show up messy if I needed to, but I was going to be showing up, that I belonged to me first. Learning is messy for me. I mean, I will look back at my life like learning is legitimately a messy process for me (laughs) because I have a lot of resistance. I have a lot of expectations, but at the end of the day, I really love to learn. And so I just also kept telling and coaching myself with, I'm willing to feel messy. I'm willing to have the shame, not feel like I belong and become the person who can create the strength, the cleanness, the belonging for myself. And I can take that everywhere in the world I want to. I learned not to quit on me. Y'all, it was kind of easy to be, let's just go to the pool because the pool was fine. It was fine. It was so good. It might've been easy to go there. 
But I saw that it would have been a domino effect as I would hear on me and then hear on me and then hear on me. And I decided, you know what? I'm just not that person anymore. I don't quit on myself anymore. I know how to create my own safety. It starts with deciding I am enough just by being in this chair, just by showing up. When I've really believed, got myself to this point, I'll tell you, I did start inviting people to dinner. I was like, what do I want to do? I want to have dinner with someone. So I invited people to dinner and I had a like 50% success rate. <laughs> 50% of people were like, no, who knows? Maybe they had their other plans or they had their friends they wanted. So 50% said no. And you know what 50% said? Oh my gosh, I'm so glad somebody asked me to dinner. I've been eating on my own in my room because I've been too embarrassed and too uncomfortable. Thank you for asking me. I had the best dinners. I also, when I belonged to me and I felt like I was enough, I just walked up to a table and pulled a chair and said, hi, I'm going to be joining you. <laughs> and it was awkward for like uh, one second while I told I was telling myself, this is so awkward. And then they were like, good, great. Tell us everything. We had such a good time. And also by the end of this, the training, I was also choosing to sit on my own. I was at a table full of brilliant minds. And I was like, I love you all. I'm going to go to the pool now and sit by myself. Someone came and sat by me at the pool. I was like, I love meeting with you. I'm going to go for a little walk. And I went and I found that being with myself was in fact exactly where I wanted to be some of the time because I believed I truly was enough. I in fact let myself be my own favorite person. I offer and invite you to do the same for you. Deciding you are enough is just a decision you can make every day of the week, just as you are, right? Exactly as you are in this moment. You don't have to work harder or more to be enough for your boss. You can decide you are enough for you. Show your brain the evidence. Be willing to go create more. It might be messy and on the other side is everything you want. Remember, you're right where you're supposed to be, doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing at the exact right rate, and so is everyone else. Love you all. See you next week.